pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The one and only J.R. Rinaldi joining us right now. President of the Kent Parks Commission, Building Department Chief of Staff. What's up? Been a busy week uh, for the building department. We've had three fires on Seventh really? Street Northwest. We had another one today at noon, right really? off of Seventh and Fulton. So, hats off to the safety forces and to my staff. Uh, uh, and, and really, when we have fires in this frigid temperature, they are under some extreme Ooh. conditions. But everyone was safe. But for the most part, we have great police and fire safety in Canton, Ohio. Jr., talk a little bit about the transition of uh, Mayor Tom Burnaby to Billy Shear. Well, the one thing, Mayor Burnaby, and I say this often when I speak, he saved us. We were in a $5 million hole. He brought policy and procedures to us. Uh, he passed, I think it was issue 13, I think it was, mm -hmm. you know, with the comprehensive plan money to where reinvestment back into the city. And uh, he has brought us to where we are setting pretty good right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, with him retiring and uh, him and BB hanging out, eating chocolate chip cookies all morning, <laughs> uh, you know, Mayor Shear has come in and really, Mayor, you know, for five years of that, you know, uh, Mayor Shear was a part of mm -hmm. that whole transition of bringing Canton back to life. So, you know, uh, everybody has a vision of what they want to do. Mayor Burnaby mm -hmm. saved us. And I think if you see him out and about, you know, buy him a beer, mm -hmm. get him a chocolate chip cookie, and he'll be yeah. a happy guy. But um, you know, Mayor Shear comes in with that same philosophy. He has a vision. His mm -hmm. real, his big platform is neighborhoods and safety. Yeah. No different than, you know, what Tom was. But, you know, if something's working, keep it up. Yeah. Any changes? Does he bring in a new staff? I mean, uh, is there like casual Fridays or anything like that? He's well, a cool guy. Well, there's a funny story because when, uh, when he would take Fridays off to go down and cut grass at Lake Mohawk, uh, the rest of the staff would know he wasn't coming oh, okay. in, so they would wear jeans nice. and stuff like that. Well, then when he would change plans and go in, I would never tell him. I knew he wasn't yeah. going down to cut grass, and they would all get busted because they had jeans yeah. on. So it became this, you know, Mark Krause, the finance director, Neat. that he was real big about, you know, when yeah. Mayor B was out of the office, he was casual Friday. Nice. So, but now, you know, everybody has a spin on what they do, yeah. and, uh, and I'm sure, you know, Mayor Shear is getting his feet wet yeah. and following a lot of what, you know, what he inherited mm -hmm. from Mayor B. So you guys don't really skip a beat? You change mayors. You guys are doing what you've been doing. I got this email from you the other day. So, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of things in the works. And now you kind of transition a little bit, right, into this Parks Commission? I've been around athlete, athletics for decades. And the one thing when uh, I was on, I was president of the Canton Joint Recreation District. Uh -huh. And when we merged and we brought recs with parks. Okay. Then, uh, then I was appointed, you know, to the commission by Mayor Burnaby, and then I eventually became president. So, uh, where the Parks and Rec is now, mm -hmm. uh, we had a levy attempt fail in the fall '15 okay. to fund parks. So okay. Mayor B won in November of '15, and then in the spring of '16, uh, he put me in charge of uh, the issue five levy to, to fund parks where it's at. Mm -hmm. And very proud of that effort. We did not lose a precinct. It mm -hmm. was boots on the ground, all hands on deck. We got the message out, not a tax increase. Mm -hmm. And then five years later, we're out after it again. Yeah. Same levy, same money. 
So, you know, we're using the same millage from uh, the, the joint recreation district because mm -hmm. they had their own levy. So when you transition all this into where we are, that success that Mayor Burnaby brought, now some of those things that we decided with the help of council, because mm -hmm. remember, whatever we do, council has to approve. Okay. So hats off to our outgoing council members, you know, Doc Ferguson okay. and Bill Smuckler, and then the incoming folks okay. are inheriting a pretty good process here. So when I think parks, I think Stark Parks because we ride our bicycles through them all. But you you and Tim Horner. Occasionally. <laughs> I can't get them out because we can't get a helmet that size to fit them, but that's for another story. Uh, when you start thinking about Canton Parks, right. how many are there? Oh, I don't know the, the number exact. Doug Foltz would be your guru. There's so many little pocket parks, and people will die and donate. A parcel, a little neighborhood parcel of land, yeah. and that's a park. Mm -hmm. So I remember years ago they did an inventory. There's so many little places. But when you look at the stuff that we have, you know, council earmarked uh, with ARPA money almost $4 million for improvements wow. at around. And, and it's spread mm -hmm. all around the city. Up at Weiss Park, the one thing we heard is, why do we have to go to North Canton to have a destination playground? Mm -hmm. So we installed a destination uh, destination playground this fall. Okay. And in the spring, when the weather breaks, we have a splash pad going in. We're going to talk about that because I got the plans for it. Well, didn't know what it was. Well, somebody said you're an engineer, so I wanted <laughs> yeah, to get you Yeah, I'm an engineer, all right. <laughs> choo, choo. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Doug Fultz because he's been on this program before. And now that you've got all these titles next to your name, I was wondering if he still worked. No, 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 no. I, one thing about being a board member, you got to hire people to be your okay. voice. We make the decisions you know, for the citizens, mm -hmm. but, you know, a guy like Jeff Talbert, you mm -hmm. know, as a school board member, it's not our job to, mm -hmm. to, to micromanage the day-to-day. -day. We speak through our resolutions. Same thing on the parks. Mm -hmm. Doug Foltz has the most park knowledge, I think, in Stark County because he worked for the parks years ago. Okay. Then he left and went up to Springfield for a while, and then when, uh, when Derek okay. uh, Gordon left, we interviewed and brought Doug back. So his okay. love and history of Canton Parks, I think, is un unmatched. Okay. Because a lot of us, all we think is, well, you got a park over there. All you have to do is mow the grass, let the kids go there and play it. But it takes more, <laughs> and it takes a village, and we understand that. And, and another reason I bring this up in the Canton Park system is the fact that I didn't know this, but when you spearheaded the project, and you did spearhead the project at Munson Stadium, right. I had no idea that's a Canton Park. Yep, it was on. It's you know, it's a Canton piece piece of Canton Park land, and and as we thank people for helping us get there. Uh, Frank Morris was a big part of that okay. committee, uh, Bill Smuckler. So when we go in and present, you know, I built the empire. Uh, Mayor B had me build, you know, the engine, mm -hmm. and I go in and I present it to council, and they were wholeheartedly, uh, you know, uh, in favor of it. And, and you see, and, and remember, I'm glad that we never closed it, because when you close a building, a facility, okay. when it reopens, you've got you've to follow the current ADA guidelines, okay. you know. So we kept it open, and thanks to the, the, the Men's Senior League that kept Munson going all those years, and we never okay. closed it down. So, okay. But now they're playing 50 games a week. Wow. Uh, Jimmy Hilton's cranking out the winter program. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a new collaboration between the Boys Club, Stern Center, sorry, old school guy here, mm -hmm. and then uh, Canton City Schools and uh, Parks and Rec because yeah. Parks and Rec now is taking over baseball with that collaboration. Okay. And the 13 and 14 hot stove kids are going to be run solely okay. from the school district. But right. they're using Munson, the indoor cages. Then when we have the indoor facility downtown that opens next fall, okay. this fall, <clears throat> I'm sorry, 24, there's so much good stuff happening. But without our elected leaders and without those people in the community that support and lift us mm -hmm. up, a lot of this stuff would never happen.
J.R. Rinaldi is our guest right now, President of Canton Parks Commission, Building Department Chief of Staff as well, and you've got a lot of things on your plate. And one of them is this splash pads that you sent me pictures of. I have no idea. What is a splash pad? I mean, I remember a couple years ago, you called me and said, hey, man, pickleball. I'm like, what ball? And then all of a sudden, the entire world's playing pickleball. Weisspark. A splash pad is a concrete pad, and it has certain elements to it. Water will shoot out of the ground, and they'll have some displays and some racks and some things that you run through and play on. So, Kind of like down here at the city, down at what used to be Central Plaza? Now, the, well, there's some... That's the, just the a water, fountain? Yeah, that's a water okay. jump. But this is more like down at, at the Coleman Center, that whole right. splash pad. Oh, okay. So we're we're putting one at Weiss Park, you know, we're putting one out at Garrow Park, which is at thirteenth and Raff Road. Okay. And uh and that you know you know, one thing that we're doing a challenger course, which is in Stadium Park to where you're a you're a CrossFit guy. Yeah. So you can go and I there's certain that. things to do and well, whatnot. Neat. So we are spreading the wealth. Uh and we talk about mm. the Coleman Center down at Crenshaw Park. They're getting a new shelter, new kitchen, uh and things like that. So you know, a lot a lot of this is yeah. all driven by council. So they look at it, and uh, it, it's a vestment in our community. And and I go back to my comment that why do we why do our people have to go to another city to have nice stuff? So mm-hmm. when you look at all this investment in our parks and rec, uh, wow. it's a testament to, you know, to the folks from council and from the mayors on down. So these things are all going through. You've got a yes. bike pump track. You've yep, got down on sixth, uh, ninth and Schroyer, sixth and Schroyer. It's going to go next to the skateboard. Uh, course down there so we're going to put a bike pump track down there which is very popular with the young kids you know we had clark bartram on our show a couple of days ago and he's been coming back and forth from uh, california to canton he's got family here and whatnot and one of the things that he said was take advantage you know being a california person everybody thinks oh we can go to muscle beach whenever we want we can go to the ocean we can go no he said We've got better park systems over here in Northeast Ohio, especially Canton, Ohio. Folks, if you don't take advantage of them, you're really missing out, right, John? No, the, we. Uh, I always say we have the crown jewel in Ohio of, of a park system. Mm-hmm. When people from out of town come in for the Hall of Fame or just in general, I had a buddy of mine who's an independent filmmaker. I drove him around downtown with all the murals, with yeah. all the art we have. He was just freaking out, saying, mm-hmm. I've never seen this in any other city. Then I took him up through... Monument Pond, Monument Park, Stadium Park, mm-hmm. and he was just overwhelmed with the beauty and everything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really do. I mean, our facilities are second to none. And speaking of facilities, you've got a pretty big one going up over there behind <laughs> Timken High School. Tell me about this new indoor. I drove through the other day, and I had no idea. I mean, this thing's as, it's as big as like Noah's Ark. I was like, what the hell is that thing? It's a 120,000-square-foot building. Wow. And uh, it'll feature a six-lane, 200-meter indoor track with volleyball and basketball courts in the middle of the track. And on the other side, a 60-yard artificial turf football, locker rooms, lobbies, and office space. And the thing that it will do, and Joe Bogdan uh, uh, talks about it, that like our kids are going to be able to train year-round like all these other Mm -hmm. suburban districts. They have Mm -hmm. all the goodies, right? The wine and cheese. So now our kids are, uh, you know, we're leveling the playing field because now with Munson, mm-hmm. we're playing 50 games a week. The only time I think we had a rainout down there was because of lightning. 
right? Okay. So when you look at all the opportunities that you create, you can put four youth teams on each corner of the turf field, and they can have infield mm-hmm. practice at the same time okay. if it's bad weather. But what it does, it creates just a ton of opportunities. It levels the playing field. And if you talk to the people downtown, the 200-meter track, when they have indoor meets mm-hmm. and all this other stuff, what's that bring? Mm-hmm. People into downtown Canton. It does. The only thing, the only drawback I can think of is when we go and we cover these other high schools, everything's on one campus. I mean, they built everything at Hoover. They built everything at Glen Oak and so on and so forth. And when you've got to move kids around the city, mm-hmm. how, how difficult is that? It's not hard. We we have the resources. We have the we have a great athletic department that uh, with Joe Bogdan running everything and mm-hmm. Mike Schott. Uh, they're good at what they do. Ernie Schott's cousin, by the way. Shout yeah. out to Taggart's. Uh, Bittner, Bittner. That's right. So uh, we have great people, and you win with people. So when we yeah. talk about people, we talk about our school staff and we the Parks and mm-hmm. Rec staff. Stellar. Mm-hmm. Eleven hundred people the first night when we lit up Holly Pine Lane and everything at the at stadium. Mm-hmm. Park that night. 1,100 people yeah. came through there. All-time yeah. record. Beautiful, gorgeous mm-hmm. testament to all the volunteers and to our staff. Well, it's a nice thing to have things going on down there. I mean, the Tricker Trunk, which we're a part of with Mix 94.1 as well, it's nice to see. I mean, I grew up a stone throw away from Monument Park, Stadium Park as well. And we would go down there and just play games. I mean, back in the day, there's no, you know, there's no internet showing our <laughs> age. There's no video games. And let's go get the Giovasis boys, Aaron Artemis. Let's go down and play another right. neighborhood, and we'll play sports down there. That's what's so nice about having these, you know, these just future plans that you guys have for these gazebos that you're building and all the different amenities that are, they're putting together now. Who keeps who, who takes on the uh, the job of the upkeep on all of this stuff? All of our parks and rec staff. Dan Kuntz is our park superintendent. So he uh, runs the crews. You know, Mark Smith is, mm-hmm. I think Mark Smith might be retiring. He's been there so long. Yeah. A lot of, lot of old school people that went to school at Timken, McKinley, Lincoln, Lehman. Is he still, is Smith still living at the Garden Center? No. Okay. No. Actually, Doug's new office is in the Mark Smith honeymoon suite. Okay. <laughs> what, what is this thing? I, I've seen it my entire life. This Timken Gatehouse. What is it? That, now remember, the Garden Center is built on what? The old Timken pool. When you go into the basement, uh-huh. you can see the sides of the pool that said three that. foot, four foot, but that was the Timken estate. Okay. So the, the garden center was built on Mr. Timken's pool, and the gatehouse was where the caretaker lived, and that's how you got up into the campus. It's not haunted? No, no. We always thought it was a haunted house. Sables? No, this. No, See, you weren't paying attention, Brian. See, we were just talking about that. If you would have paid attention, you knew what we were talking about. We're talking about the gatehouse. What's inside of it? It's just like a house. There's a kitchen. There's bedrooms. That's where the There that's wasn't where anybody that lived in that house 100 oh, years. Oh, no, Doug. I, can t- I can't remember. Uh, Who lived there? Asa Boutrous. I think that's No, no. Because Boutrous was living, I know, because no, he's my he, next-door neighbor. But he used to live there. No. They lived at the garden center upstairs. My parents used to go uh, visit no, him. You know, you're right about that. I know I am. That's right. It was the other caretaker for the... Uh, the Timken. You sure wasn't the caretaker from the longest yard? No, no. You're right. Asa <laughs> lived in a garden center. But this thing's amazing. I mean, but it, it's but our is it, plan sandstone? is in with that two hundred fifty thousand dollar you know grant from Senator Shuring, uh, we are going to clean it up, bring it back to life, uh, and open it up for small events like if you have a baby shower. So we're going to clean it up. We're going to put a bridge across the you know the the raceway. Yeah. 
So we're going to clean that old, back up. Little coffee and, and, shop and maybe. open. Yeah, maybe uh, I could run something in there. I don't know. You little little souvenir stand. Uh, not enough pressure. You'd never. You'd never last. I could do but it. But we're going to bring, and that's an asset of the community. Things nice. When we did our park survey, so we're going to bring that back. And like I said, Senator Shuring has been been vital in helping us uh, acquire some funding. And well, also the Friends of Park, which is a nonprofit group that was started that a lot mm-hmm. of the city leaders get together and they meet. So they have fundraising ideas and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But when that gets, you know, back up up, yeah. up the shop and uh, get it opened up. But that is like a, a history of Canton right there. How do you divvy up your time? You got all these projects going on. I don't. I don't know. I don't sleep much. <laughs> but no, it's fun. I mean, but <laughs> I don't have an answer to that. But the work we're doing now. I mean, it's like all these good decisions and all these buildings and all these things, it puts us yeah. out like 30 to 50 years. So if you think just about today, what's tomorrow look like? Right. Well, you know, the weird thing, though, is this. And we started the interview by asking how the transition between mayors were. Now, obviously, these are probably already in the works. All these jobs, you just handed me a bunch of papers with every one of these on it. Was there ever a chance that, hey, new mayor might come into town and maybe some of these get X'd out? Well, that's the one thing with politics. Some folks come in, and I'm doing it my way. Well, that's the biggest mistake you can make. Every city that I ever moved to in baseball, mm-hmm. I always assessed what I was working with, who I was working with, mm-hmm. and how did that fit into my right. you know, to my way of doing things to where uh, I think when you're running a city, it's not that simple. You have to think mm-hmm. globally. You have, to, you have to think big picture to where you go in and you evaluate. And like yeah. I said, everybody's right. got their little nuances. Right. You know, Mayor, well, Mayor B, it was litter and cleaning up the neighborhoods and, you know, and, 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 right. and, and, and you know, Billy is, he's no different. Well, I mean, I, they're like two clones, I, one, one old and yeah. one not so old. I think what they both <laughs> have in common, their heart's in the right place. Right. And they want what's best for the city. And, John, you guys are putting your best foot forward and doing great things, man. So congratulations and keep up the good good work, my man. As I always say, thanks to 1480 WHBC for letting us get on and speak the piece. And if you want to sign up for youth baseball, little pup baseball and, and lady pup softball, yep. uh, CantonParksAndRec.org. Perfect. Or four five six four five two one. So new day in baseball. We're merging things together. We're going to create better opportunities for our kids so they can compete at the higher level. Outstanding, man. Thanks for stopping by. We always appreciate your time. Always an open microphone for you. Here. All right. And where can I pick up my garden weasel on the way out? Well, you better get that <laughs> snowblower first. J.R. Rinaldi, president of the Kent Parks Commission, building department chief of staff as well. Always a great time, and there's a lot of great things going on right here in our Hall of Fame city. We're going to get a break in, change things up a little bit. When we come back, it's time to sprinkle the infield on a Friday edition. It's the Kenny and JT Show.